Ladies and gentlemen, you found the program that pulls no punches, that knocks out political correctness, and delivers a right cross to defend the Constitution. We call it Fighting Words. And now, entering the ring, retired infantry colonel, trial lawyer, and fighter for truth and justice, Kurt Schlichter. Hey, welcome to another edition of Fighting Words. This is Kurt Schlichter, who will be doing the fighting. This is my FCC somewhat compliant podcast associated sort of with the Hugh Hewitt radio program. Kind of take that as a launching pad. Now, you may be hearing crunching. Yes, crunching. You may be hearing crunching because I've been eating popcorn, as has one of my dogs, sort of, and the other doesn't. And Arena's been having some, too. Why are we having popcorn in the middle of the afternoon on Tuesday, August 11th? And why am I recording this edition of Fighting Words, which usually comes out on Wednesdays, on Tuesday, August 11th? Because big news, big news called by both Hugh Hewitt and by me, Joe Biden, that creepy weirdo who lives in a basement and gets in weird staring contests with the local squirrels who he's convinced are hiding his slippers from him, has selected a vice president candidate, presidential candidate. And of course it's Kamala Harris. Of course it is. And I think it's a terrible choice. But it was also his only choice. Let's review. First of all, let's talk about the other candidates. There was Gretchen Whitmer, supposedly. The, uh, she, she creeps me out. I expect her to see her dressed up in like vinyl with a whip. And she's kind of creepy. Now, if you're a Never Trump guy, that may be your, that may be your jam. But most Americans are like, I don't need this fascist bimbo hassling me. Also, she had a disqualifying character, qualifying characteristic in her great-great-grandfather was from a, a, a place of power. Okay, she, she, uh, Joe Biden promised to nominate a black woman. Oh, and um, that kind of limited choices. Pete Buttigieg was out and people were talking about him. Somebody found a flight from South Bend to Dover on one of those airplane sites. I thought he was really clever. Ah, it's Pete's coming in. Uh, no, not Pete Buttigieg. Uh, we're not going to get the Audie Murphy of today's generation uh, as uh, uh, a uh, vice presidential candidate. Uh, another uh, person of extreme power. And then there was Elizabeth Warren, who made sense politically, except for the fact that while she was a person of color, it was very, 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 very light red like one 1,024. Uh, she was a punchline, and no one believed that she was a person of any color other than that of Miracle Whip. So she, no, out. Uh, Karen Bass, now Karen Bass had some problems. Uh, she was a leftist lunatic. She actually had to go to, on TV, and she alienated everybody when she said, I, I'm, I want to assure you I'm not a communist. For those of us who hate communists, uh, when you have to deny you're a communist, that's that's bad. That's a bad thing. And of course, when you're a liberal and she denies you're a com she's a communist, well, that disqualifies her because she's not a communist. So that no Karen Bass. There was Susan Rice, who was uh, uh, one of the establishment choices, probably one of Barack Obama's uh, 
uh, top choice. I think he liked Kamala too. But so, what's the deal with Susan Rice? Really, who's the person out there going, yeah, well, now Susan Rice is on the ticket, I'm all aboard. Because it's that steady, non-senile hand. Could be anybody, because everybody is less senile than Joe Biden. A.K.A. Old Finger, A.K.A. Grandpa Badfinger, A.K.A. that crusty crustacean who lives in a basement. Um, wow. So, not her. Um, who else was there? Val Demings. Now, Hugh was afraid of Val Demings, and a lot of my conservative friends were. They were like, she's going to get, she, she, a Florida police chief, she's a, a black congresswoman, uh, pretty undistinguished. Uh, very pretty. Uh, there are some pictures of her in her uniform. She looks kind of snappy. And nice pictures with her husband. Looks like a nice lady, but she's a damn ravenous communist. Um, you know, when I say communist, you know, I really say communist because that's what the damn Democrats are. Now, some people were saying, well, she's like a police chief in like Miami or Orlando or one of those Florida cities. I don't go to Florida. Okay, I'm not allowed to. I'd like to. It's got humidity, which I am strongly for. However, I have the only Cuban in America who doesn't want to live in Florida. So thank you, Arena, <laughs> keeping me out of the state where I can get a gun and don't pay property taxes. So thank you for that. Yay. Anyway, Val Demings was going to give her the I-4 corridor. People were getting excited by her. I'm not sure, you know, everyone remembers this moment, right, for the left. He, he nominate a police chief? Eh. And remember, here's the thing. He's got to have somebody who, at least on paper, looks like she, because it has to be a she, uh, could become president because, of course, he's Joe Biden and he's got the tw he's got 25th Amendment uh, stamped on his head in, uh, you know, tattooed there on his forehead. Uh, he's not going to make four years. I don't even know if he's going to make it to the election, frankly. Kamala Harris, very, very, very um, ambitious. Um, as I say in one of my brilliant uh, town hall pieces, um, the first thing Biden ought to do is hire a food taster. You know, well, well thanks for these chocolates, Kamala. Yeah, eat them up. Eat them all. Eat them all. All of them. Eat them now. I want to watch you eat them. Kamala Harris bringing chocolates to Joe Biden because there's poison in them because she's, I call her Lady Mick Willie Brown. So, out damn spot! And Joe Biden's the spot. So, um, and I'm trying to think of other candidates. Oh, shit, Stacey Abrams, uh, who apparently dropped out when she found out that the Office of the Vice Presidency was not all you can eat. So that, that was a non-starter. Um, anyway, anywho, it's Kamala Harris. And I, I don't think there was anyone else. She had, on paper, she looked good. She'd run for president. She was a senator. She'd had executive experience sort of as a uh, attorney general in California. And, um, you know, she's at least coherent. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that she's stupid. I will say that she's completely unlikable. Much like Susan Rice. And it's because Susan, it was, in Susan Rice's case, it's because no one knows who she is. All right, now she's got some real problems, but there's no sense in talking to her because she's a has-been, a was. She doesn't matter. So why nobody would like her doesn't really matter. But nobody likes Kamala Harris. 
No one likes Kamala Harris. There's no one out there going, you know who I like? That was inspirational to me. Kamala Harris. I love her story. She hooks up with a very, very powerful man, and then he helps her get a bunch of jobs, and then she puts a lot of black people in jail for smoking pot and truancy and laughs about it, and then she goes to the Senate where she's completely undistinguished. Yes, I'm inspired by her. Who would be inspired by her? Who's the person who'd be inspired by Kamala Harris? I don't want to know that person. Okay, it's probably a bad person who would be inspired by Kamala Harris. She's just... And everybody knows she's super, super ambitious. Now, Hugh, Hugh apparently knows her husband, and he's a good guy, I think. I, I mean, he knows her, I think she's nice. All right, Hugh likes everybody. Okay, I'm going to be Hugh's id. She's evil. She's a scheming, manipulative monster. And like I said, if I were Joe Biden, you know, again, I not only hire a food taster, I'd hire a food taster to taste the food that food taster one tasted in case Kamala got to him and turned him. Okay? I don't, I don't trust her. But on paper, you know, she's a senator. She... On paper, she is as minimally qualified as Barack Obama was, at least. Probably more on paper. Yeah. I think, I think she actually has more qualifications on paper than Barack Obama, which is not hard. Just washing down some of that popcorn that I was eating to celebrate. What? Celebrating? Are you happy, Kurt? Oh, yeah, I'm happy. She was the only choice, and she's a terrible choice. There is literally no one who says, well, now he's got Kamala Harris on board. I'm all aboard with Joe. Okay, the people who are all aboard with Joe Biden, and I think those numbers are, 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 are much lower than the polls indicate. I think the people who are all on board with Joe Biden were on board long before Kamala Harris schemed her way into his good graces. I don't think she brings anything. Okay? But she's a woman. He was going to... He was going to pick a woman no matter what. That's what he said. Now, Amy Klobuchar dropped out. She's not, you know, she, she dropped out. I think Amy Klobuchar could have done something. Uh, unlike Gretchen Whitmer, because Amy Klobuchar is from one of those uh, you know, upper Midwest states that I'm not very interested in, but Hugh loves. Because I think he went to college up there, or law school, and there's football, and whatever. Um, Amy Klobuchar is a senator there, and she might have been able to bring one of those along. I think Gretchen Whitmer has, besides, uh, you know, her uh, tragic mistake of uh, uh, being white, she is also a terrible, terrible governor who has really screwed up the whole pandemic thing and made people hate her. So, but, but you know, you would think that what, what, when you get a vice president uh, candidate nominee, you pick one. What are you trying to do? You're trying to nail down a group? You're trying to nail down a important state? You are... I mean, those are, those are two of the things you do. The other thing you try to do is, oh, God, i got to name somebody. Just somebody's not going to hurt me and overshadow me. Now, the problem for Joe Biden is literally everyone overshadows him because he's a crusty crustacean who's definitely losing it. However... Um, so that, that kind of is out. She is going to overshadow him. She's going to be the voice. 
and the re and and that may actually not be as horrible as you would initially think because everyone fully expects her to have to take over for from Joe Biden when the 25th Amendment comes in because the dude is not going to make four years. Okay, it's not happening. Just take take that to the bank. He's he's not going to do it. So what are one what's one of the other traditional things? Um, nail down a group. Okay, if Joe Biden needs to nail down black women, he has already lost his election. Okay, he's a Democrat. Black women are a core pillar of the Democrat Party. Now that should now hopefully that will change because the Republicans are really making a a, a, a play to bring non-traditional Republicans in. I think, I think, I think frankly, we're going to see them uh, get a lower number of uh, black votes than they have in the past, the Democrats. But still, look, if, if Joe has to shore up the black women's vote, okay, he is toast. Okay? Throw some butter and jam on him. He's toast. All right. Does she nail down a state? Well, she's from California. Once again, if California is like in the iffy column, we're talking McGovern, Dukakis, you know, Mondale. Okay? It's not, it's not good. So what do you got left? Right? You got, well, I got to pick somebody who's going to do no harm. Again, you got the, you got the uh, Tim Kaine or Tom Kaine. I don't even remember. No one knows his name. He was Hillary's vice president. He was from Virginia, a state that she had nailed down. He was just some generic white dude. He's not very smart, not very interesting. Uh, designed not to overshadow. He's just He was just a safe choice. He was designed, he was a, um, what do you call it? It was a, a defense. He was a defensive choice. I'm not going. I'm going to get somebody who's just not going to harm me. He's going to fill the slot. He's just not going to do any damage to me, and certainly not overshadow me. Well, Kamala Harris is going to do damage to Joe Biden. People hate Kamala Harris, and I'm talking Democrats, Republicans. We just we just think she's an outright commie. You're you're not going to get any of this. Modern voters, they find her grasping and annoying. Because she's a grasping, annoying, and ambitious monster. When you just say she's ambitious because she's a woman, and it's bad for women to be ambitious. Um, okay, stupid. Not not you, but, but the hypothetical person with a high-pitched voice. All right. I, 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 I hope I don't need to point out, you know, our love of Margaret Thatcher, who was super ambitious. But... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with high pitched hypotheticals. Okay, it's just not gonna happen. They will say they're gonna say, You're racist, it's sexist, and you're like a woman who's strong. Well, I I, I don't know how strong somebody who uh strong, somebody is who, you know, jump starts her career by, you know, being with a dude. But that appears to be the last two election, you know, candidates themes, just saying Hillary Clinton. I'm sure Hillary Clinton was a wonderful achiever who would have gone all the way based on her winning personality 
with, uh, uh, without Bill Clinton. Um, it just, it, it, she, Kamala Harris makes people hate her. She brings nothing to, there's literally no one who was on the fence who's now, I'm all in, cause Kamala Harris is in on it. I watched some liberal uh, on there saying, you know, I would literally vote for a bag of hair if Joe Biden picked it, because that's how much I want Trump out. She is the bag of hair candidate. Yeah, I don't care. Kamala, whatever, that's great. Kamala, rock on, we got Kamala, yay. I, I, I think she's got vulnerabilities upon vulnerabilities. On paper, she was fine. Everywhere else, she's terrible. What are her vulnerabilities? Okay, she is unlikable. People do not like her. Californians don't like her. Why do Californians elect her? Because she is a Democrat, and the unions like her. I guess unions like her, but unions aren't America. Um, she's bad for the moment because she was prosecuted. People are going to expect, you know, Trump's going to pound on this stuff. You know, there's no more of this gentlemanly stuff. You know, you you, you know, old school Mitt Romney would be, well, I, I think it'd be unfair to point out her utter hypocrisy, you know, being an ex-prosecutor. Trump's going to just... And what he's going to do is he's going to focus on her which will annoy Biden by minimizing him, which will get him mad, so he'll go out and do stupid things. So Trump, Trump by attacking Harris, is going to uh, rile up Joe Biden because Trump's not paying attention to him. And that's going to work on his ego, which has not deteriorated. If anything, it's grown. He's going to be like, hey, fuck! Pay attention to me! Um, Kamala Harris... Um, Supports every commie thing ever. Uh, she also, you know, is going to have some interesting things to say about defunding the police. Because leftists want them to defund the police. And she's pretty establishment. And a lot of leftists don't like that. They, they see her for what she is, which is not a conviction politician. Bernie Sanders, for all his myriad problems, is a conviction pro politician. You know, He's not for sale. I mean, he likes to buy houses that are on sale and, and, and sports cars that are on sale, but he personally is not corrupt in the way a lot of these venile weirdos are. But she totally is. And they know she's a tool of the establishment, and they're not going to like her. Who, I, I just don't think she's going to build enthusiasm. In fact, she's going to make Biden look bad because the first question any real reporter and this is making a big assumption that she'll be in front of a real reporter at some point. Uh, the mainstream media is going to just suck up to her. But a real reporter would say, okay, in the debates, you call Joe Biden a racist. Is Joe Biden a racist? And then she goes, well, of course not. And then you, then you say, well, then why did you say he was? And it's awkward. So mainstream media won't ask her that question. She won't go in front of any other media. That's going to be problematic. Um, I think Mike Pence might have some problems with her uh, in the debate. And why is that? Because he is a nice guy. Uh, and one of the jobs of the Veep is to go and pummel the enemy. And uh, she'll do that happily 
you know, with Pence, he got Trump to do that, kind of. So I'm not sure how that's going to go. But I, I just don't think she adds anything. I think, I think they had all bad choices. I think he made a bad choice. I think he made the choice he had to make because she had the resume. But I, I think she's got some unique problems. Who should he have picked? A lot of people say Val Demings. Uh, Hugh says Val Demings. I, I see where they're coming from. She's she, attractive lady. She has beautiful pictures with her family. Uh, maybe she would have sued the suburban moms. She was a police chief, although she's an urban police chief, which means liberal. Um, I just don't... I, she may have been the best of a bad choice, but I just, I just didn't see Biden... I just didn't see Biden making a non-establishment choice. And the establishment choice, the institutional choice, had to be Kamala Harris. All the institutional factors pointed to her, and I just didn't believe that Joe Biden, in the end, you know, I thought maybe he'll make a weird, you know, a wild pitch. But no, in the end, Joe was an establishment guy, and he did an establishment thing. He picked Kamala Harris. And... Here's my prediction. Um, she will be the best thing about his campaign, the strongest thing about his campaign, and she will be a net loss to the campaign. She won't bring anyone in, and she may. And I think she will turn some people off who might be uh, on the fence. I don't think she expands the base at all, um, and I think there's always a possibility of ugly oppo coming out on her. Um, I think today, August 11, 2020, you know, if you read my town hall column, and why aren't you reading my town hall column? The tide is turned towards Trump is my Monday column. You should go back and read that on town hall. It's brilliant, I, if I say so myself, which I do. I think the tide turned towards Trump, and I think we will mark August 11th as the date Trump won this election. Because I think, again, well, it was the right pick, air quotes, right pick in an establishment milieu, an establishment vibe, and under an establishment paradigm. I think she's an overall drag on the ticket. I don't think she helps. I don't think she creates any excitement. I don't think she encourages the hard left to vote. I think between her and Biden, they're going to be like, hey, it's more of the same, I'm done. If it wasn't Trump, someone they hated so much, uh, the effect might be bigger, but I think it'll be enough. I think she loses. And I think this is the day that, that, that Trump won the election. And if I'm wrong, I don't want to hear a damn thing from me. No rubbing it. In any case, that's my latest edition of Fighting Words. Anyway, you can find me at Town Hall every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. The Wednesday is the Town Hall VIP. You should sign up. Use promo code Kurt. You get the Thursday evening chat with me and Larry O'Connor and Chris Stegall. Uh, and that's always incredible and completely FCC non-compliant. On Monday, I have my unredacted podcast, which is also in the... Uh, uh, 
FCC uncompliant, uh, you should get my books. Oh, you should follow me on Twitter at Kurt Schlicker. Obviously, duh. But you should get my new book, 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. It is also on audiobook read by the great Tony Katz. So that is a thing that's occurring, and you want to be a part of all that magic. Thanks a lot. I'll see you on next edition of Fighting Words with Kurt Schlicker. Thanks a lot. Bye.